Entrepreneur on Fire, episode 389. John Lee Dumas is here with your daily dose of inspiring entrepreneurs. Welcome to Entrepreneur on Fire and prepare to ignite. Walker Corporate Law provides a broad range of corporate legal services to entrepreneurs and startups. If you want to get to know who will be handling the most important parts of your business, contact scott at walkercorporatelaw.com. Hate losing your place while reading? Audiobooks.com has patented technology that lets you switch between devices without ever losing your place. Woo! And guess what? You can get your first book for free today. Go to audiobooks.com slash fire. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Jeff Rose. Jeff, are you prepared to ignite? I am ready to ignite. Let's do this. All right. Jeff is a certified financial planner, an Iraqi combat veteran. He is the CEO of Alliance Wealth Management, LLC, founder of GoodFinancialSense.com, and author of Soldier of Finance. Given Fire Nation just a little overview, Jeff, but take a minute. Tell us about you personally. We want to get to know you. Then give us an overview of your business. Yeah, man. So I've been a financial planner for 10 years now, which just feels like an eternity. And I started with one of the big box firms, uh, A.G. Edwards, back in, wow, straight out of college, 2002. And uh, back in 2007, I left. Uh, Me and four others co-founded our own financial planning practice. And really, that was kind of my thing. I was going to be a financial planner, uh, didn't really think of doing anything else. But then I stumbled on this thing called blogging. And I remember reading this uh, magazine talking about how if you want to be an advisor that stands out from the competition, you need to start a blog. And at the, the funny thing about that was back then, I had no idea what a blog was. <laughs> I was not in social media whatsoever. I thought uh, blogging was hanging out with junior high kids on uh, MySpace. And uh, quickly, MySpace. <laughs> yeah, uh, which I was not MySpace at the time. So uh, I did some research, actually found some other advisors that were blogging, which at the time there was seriously less than five like in the entire country that I could find, uh, at least on Google. And um, after I talked to them, I knew that I, I need to start a blog. So July 2008, I launched uh, goodfinancialsense.com. I knew nothing about blogging. As I said, I knew nothing about building websites. Uh, I just went for it and I researched and researched and researched and just kept blogging, writing blog posts. And I think uh, one of the most common definitions of insanity that you hear you know, is doing you know, the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. And I blogged for nine months consistently, and I mean consistently, three to five times a week with literally no results other than some traffic, you know, my, maybe my mom and my wife that would read, but that was about <laughs> it. And uh, after nine months of blogging, I finally got my first client. Uh, she found me uh, via search engine. Uh, she typed in Certified Financial Planner Illinois, which is uh, this thing I was doing, link building campaign, guest posting campaign. And uh, she ended up being the biggest client that I'd ever had. Uh, and that was several years ago. And she's still my biggest client today. And that was, wow. That was like, okay, finally, I get it. Um, through this whole strategy, I ended up networking with other personal finance bloggers and just like linking out to them and you know starting to uh, network. And then I, I came across a guy who also was a, a former veteran. Uh, he also served overseas. Actually, I think he was overseas the same time that I was. So he really took to me. We kind of bonded. And then he was uh, he shared with me that he was making 
between twenty to thirty thousand dollars a month from two websites that he ran, and that blew me away. I had no idea that you could make money from blogging, just from you know I want to get new clients. So I was like, wait a second, what? So then I started looking into you know I'd already Googled everything about you could about SEO building and traffic and whatnot. Now I started researching how to make money blogging. You know, from there, uh, I was able to just get more versed on searching the traffic. So my financial planning practice grew, actually tripled in that time frame. I was able to make revenue from the blog via AdSense affiliates and whatnot. And then uh, recently, I've launched uh, a few other sites that uh, are going to bring in some pretty nice income. And uh, and then me and my wife, who she's also a blogger. You probably need to have her on your podcast too someday. <laughs> but... Uh, we have a joint blog where we, you know, similar to the uh, the Pat Flynn model of just being transparent, you know, showing people how we make money online, and um, all all in that, um, everything that we got going on. Probably the most exciting thing is the uh, the book which you just mentioned, Soldier Finance, which just uh, launched September 9th. So, um, in a nutshell, I've uh, I'm a financial planner by day, and I'm an internet marketer by night and also by day as well. But uh, I just love the online world. I love connecting with other online entrepreneurs. It just really gets me fired up. Well, I love that story, Jeff, and it gets me fired up when I talk to people like yourself who believe so strongly in transparency, and I love that you brought up that Pat Flynn model of transparency because he's really that guy that came out and said, you know what, we're going to lay it all on the table. We're going to show the income report. We're going to show what works, what doesn't work, what brings money in, what costs money, and I am really proud to say that Entrepreneur Fire is actually following that model, and we just launched our very first income report for the month of September, which happens to be our one-year anniversary of Entrepreneur on Fire. When I first started, Jeff, like you, I had no idea how to make money with podcasting. Like You didn't know how to make money with blogging, and I just knew that I was going to be able to connect with amazing people. Well, here in September, Entrepreneur on Fire brought in over $50,000 just in that month. So I will forever be able to answer that question, how do you make money podcasting? Just like you now can answer to Fire Nation how you can make money blogging. It's real, it's out there, people are doing it, and people that are transparent like yourself, Jeff, are really leading the way, so I commend you for that. And I want to dive more into your journey specifically as an entrepreneur, as a blogger, as a financial advisor, as a soldier, all of this. But before we do... Let's start with a success quote. We really want to get that motivational ball rolling. So, Jeff, take it away. Man, so just to have to choose one quote is so, so tough, as I'm <laughs> sure that you know. Um, but one that I always seem to uh, rely on is my good old man, Ray Kroc. And uh, I love this quote by him. It says that luck is a dividend of sweat. The more you sweat, the luckier you get. And I love that quote for so many reasons because, you know, oftentimes you, you have people that sit back and they'll look at somebody that is super successful. It's like, oh, they just got lucky because of, you know, whatever, fill in the blank. But unless you're an entrepreneur and you've actually put the time in and busted your butt, you know, you don't get lucky, but it's the sweat, the blood, the tears, all of the effort that you put into it. It's making those connections, it's, uh, learning, having all these different learning experiences and just getting your hands dirty. That's how you learn. That's how you grow. And that's how you become successful. That's, that's why I love that quote so much. I love that quote too. And I resonate with it as well, Jeff, because I hear time and time again, people are like, 
wow, that guy is so lucky or that girl is so lucky. They got in on that trend so early and they just rode that. I mean, they're lucky they got in on it before it got hot. Well, a lot of times, guess what, Fire Nation? That person made that trend. They're the reason why it's successful now. And they did it by nothing else but hard work, dedication, and sweat, followed by a ton, and I mean a ton, of determination as well because it takes all of that and more to be a success this day and age. And Jeff, what I want to do now is really go back and focus on you. You're our spotlighted guest, and we want to talk about your journey as an entrepreneur. Entrepreneurs, wow, we face ups, downs, you name it, we're there on a daily basis. But I want to talk first and foremost about a failure, a challenge that you've had. Tell us a story, Jeff, when you really fell flat in your face, when you had to pick yourself up and really drive forward. Tell us a story of that failure and how you drove on from that and what lessons you learned. Yeah. So when I think about some of the biggest failures that I've had, and you know, as every entrepreneur can relate to, you know, I've had a ton. I've had plenty. And the one I think about the most, because this is the one that still stings a little bit, and uh, it's the one that my wife always likes to remind me anytime I get another big idea. <laughs> but um, I had just converted uh, my financial planning practice, which basically just means I had a lot more freedom to pursue new online opportunities. And I came across this potential online business that I just kind of liked what they were doing. I thought it was a potential to make you know, some serious killing and really just kind of branch out my practice. So uh, I attended one of these webinars. The next thing I know, I'm on a strategy session going through this call with this guy. He's giving me all these benefits. And it was one of those pitches where you had to decide today. I feel like it was a timeshare almost, but <laughs> you, if, you just, if you didn't make the decision today, then like the cost went up like $4,000. But if you did it today, it was the low, low price of $8,000. And you know, I don't know how many of your listeners are familiar with the Colby Index, but at the time I had not taken the Colby Index, so I didn't know that I was a quick start, uh, meaning that when I get an idea, I want to do it and I want to do it immediately. Um, so I did it. Uh, I invested the $8,000. And next thing I know, I was enrolled in this program. And this program, there was just so much more to it. It wasn't as slam dunk you know, or a layup as they more or less oversold over the uh, the initial strategy session or sales call. And after probably three or six months of just going through all the material and just realizing that, man, this isn't a good fit, um, I had to, <laughs> had to go back to my wife with my tail between my legs and say, hey, you know that idea that I had that I was just so gun-fired, <laughs> uh, gun-ho about? Yeah, it's just, it's not going to work out. I'm sorry. And uh, anyway, it's, um, it was just a huge, because I've never invested, I've invested money before, but you know, ne- never anything where I just totally turned my back on it and realized, man, that was just a really, really dumb move on my part. And uh, actually, it's funny because just last week, I think it was brought up. It's kind of more joking because I've had some good successes since then. But uh, nonetheless, it's something that's always kind of like, oh, yeah, remember that solo 401k thing? I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> So Jeff, that's valuable and there are so many golden nuggets to pull out of there, but for Fire Nation, I like to make it easy sometimes. I want you to boil it down into one clear lesson that you learned from that whole experience. Yeah, so you know, the one thing I, I learned was, you know, you have to know yourself. You have to know, you know, what are the things, how you tick. And when I didn't really understand how my personality worked, I don't know why I didn't. I should have seen this, but you know, one understand how you tick, how you work. And then there's no great idea out there that's going to disappear tomorrow. You know, take some time, do some research, get some feedback, you know, talk to some mentors, you know, get a second opinion from somebody that you trust, that you value before you dive into something. And, you know, there's obviously there's some other decisions where it was maybe, you know, presented the same way. Hey, you got to act now. 
But you know what? There's going to be other opportunities that come up. There's going to be other opportunities that will be presented to you that will allow you to have some time to make a better and more informed decision. So, Jeff, this is your journey as an entrepreneur that we're really spotlighting today. So I want to go to another time in your journey. I want you to take us to an aha moment, the other end of that spectrum where that light bulb went off, where those angels started singing from above. And you said, you know what? This does resonate with me. This is my ideal passion that I'm pursuing now. What was that story, Jeff? What was that aha moment that you had? And what were the specific steps that you took following it to turn it into a success? Yeah, you know, I think the biggest aha moment, you know, was in my online journey. I was so passionate for for helping people and wanting to educate people. I've just seen so many people make some really bad financial decisions. And, you know, with the blog, that was always, you know, the main focus was just educating and giving back. But then to realize that, wow, you know, not only can I get new clients out of this, but I can actually monetize this and you know, truly have a taste of what, the, what passive income is really like, you know, that was so huge for me. And it just really changed my whole perception on just the way I approach my online business. And you know, it's only escalated from then. You know, it's always, okay, what can I do now? How can I educate more people? And, and you know, just leading with that, you know, leading with giving back and helping people has just been so rewarding and to also be financially rewarded is just, my gosh, you know, it's literally a dream come true. That's great to hear, Jeff. And again, let's just do this one more time for Fire Nation because we just love one lesson. It really just helps us kind of clarify all of this goodness that you're pouring at us right now. What would you say is just one clear lesson that you've learned from the experience of your growth as an entrepreneur, the aha moments you've had and the successes you've had from taking action in those areas? Yeah, you know, I think the biggest takeaway for me was I didn't know that I was really passionate about this until I dove into it. You know, many people are like, oh, you got to find your passion. You got to follow your passion. But you don't know what your passion is until you take that very bold first step. And, you know, taking that first step for me was starting that blog and, and beginning that journey. And then as that journey grew, you know, I had pivots along the way and was able just to refine that passion and just figure out, you know, what that really is. And, the cool thing is ever evolving. You know, it's taking that passion to the next level, whether it's the blog or YouTube videos or starting a podcast. You know, these are all things that all resonate from taking that first step and taking action. I resonate with taking action, Jeff. I know Fire Nation has heard it over and over again. It's really that first step is really always the most difficult one because we got to get that momentum moving. And Jeff, I want to go to a different part in your journey now. I want you to share with us an I've made a moment. Have you had an I've made a moment in your entrepreneurial career? Man, that's such a tough question yes. because I don't know what I don't know if you're like this, John. I mean, I, I actually just read your income report to the, today too, and like I don't know if you ever hit a I made it moment when your podcast you know hit a certain level, but I've always just had that taste of humble pie where it's hard for me to say, oh, I've made it. You know, I've done it. You know, I've been contacted by CNBC and flew out to their studio. I interviewed to be on John Tesh's like online. Uh, a, know, the radio show and TV show that he's producing. Right. I got a I got a book deal, you know, out of what I've done with my online business. But you know, and my wife was able to quit her job, you know, and focus on my online blogs and her blog full time, all because of my entrepreneurial efforts. But the same token, like it's just those are all cool things. But I've never just said, you know what, I've made it because I want to continue to make it. I want to continue to you know find out what that next step is, what that what the next piece of my journey is. So I mean. Those are I've made it moments, and I guess they are, but you know what? I'm still looking for the next I've made it moment. 
Jeff, you and I connect on a lot of levels. We're both soldiers. We've both served our country. We've both had some successes. And it's absolutely true. I mean, with Entrepreneur on Fire, we have also really been blessed as of late. Featured in Time Magazine, on Inc. Magazine, the front page of iTunes, a top-ranked business podcast. You know, the income report that we shared today is over $50,000 of income. And it's a blessing. And we all love to celebrate those wins. But guess what? I woke up this morning and I set up my eight interviews that I'm doing for Entrepreneur on Fire and I'm back at work because this is what I'm passionate about, which is inspiring people. I'm passionate about this work and I have so many more things that I want to accomplish. I have so many more things that I want to do. So I think it's important and I think that you do do this, Jeff, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but it sounds like you do actually celebrate those wins and you do look at them as successes and as victories because we need to because that's part of the journey that we need to be enjoying. But at the same time, we're not resting on those laurels because we know there's so much more out there. And just being these hungry entrepreneurs, we want to keep going, keep driving, and keep seeing what we can accomplish. It's now turned more into a game for me. What's your thoughts on that, Jeff? No, I agree. Um, actually, this past weekend, my wife, you know, God love her, she you know, threw a book launching party for our house. We had like 60 people here. We had live <laughs> music. Um, at, when I finally decided to, or when it cleared out a little bit, I had bought uh, some cigars and, you know, me and my few buddies, we had a celebra- uh, celebratory, uh, smoke on the you know, cigars and, you know, it just felt good that finally, okay, because you know, my book's been out for a month, but I never really had that day where I'm like, yes, because, you know, you write a book and then you launch a book and then you market the crap out of a book. <laughs> but, uh, last Friday evening, it was nice just to have a drink, smoke a cigar and just, uh, you know, just be excited about that. And then like you just said, Monday, I'm back at it. Back at it, baby. And Jeff, what we're discussing right now, what you and I are talking about is the journey, the highs, the lows, the successes, the failures, the struggles, the challenges. I love talking about the journey to Fire Nation, but I want your perspective on the entrepreneurial journey. How do you keep an even keel? How do you keep a balance? How do you keep going at it day after day after day? Yeah, you know, I think for me is, you know, one, I'm in a mastermind group with, you know, some other, you know, successful entrepreneurs. So I think it helps, you know, connecting with others. I'm in another coaching program that talks with other entrepreneurs that are all on the same level, uh, which also then has made me, has forced me to schedule what I call free days. And free days are a 24-hour period where I do nothing, nothing work-related, nothing social media, nothing blogging-related. Nice. I just unplug and make sure that I'm there with my family and just you know turn my phone off. And you know before I understood that concept of what a free day was, I realized because of the blog and because of like an online business. I hadn't taken a free day in like over three or four years. (laughs) And I I just couldn't believe it because they just, that was my, that was the habit. You know, that's just the way, way of life. And when I finally did that, I was just like, wow, you know, Saturday night when I would like, would be on my computer doing whatever I would now like watch a movie. Like I just bought world war Z, um, on direct TV and I loved it. I hadn't watched a movie in forever. And, and plus my kids were in bed so I could actually watch something that wasn't animation. (laughs) So, um, so I think that's so important to to uh, to unplug, you know, and just remove yourself. And, you know, so the next steps of that is taking longer free days, you know, instead of a one day or two day stretch, you know, actually doing like a five to seven day stretch. So that's the next journey. So, Jeff, take us to present time right now. I want to talk about what you have going on in the world of Jeff Rose. Share with us one or two things that are just really exciting you right now. Man, so, you know, like I've already mentioned the book, so that's super exciting for me. Um, you know, right now, me and my wife, we're, we're just an awesome team. And, and I mean that not to, in a bragging way, but anytime that, you know, not many bloggers have spouse that are bloggers. And, you know, she has her blog and I have my blog and then we have the Dollars and Roses blog. And it's just so exciting that we can actually work on something together 
and that we, you know, we don't fight. Well, we we still fight every once in a while, but (laughs) that we actually can work on a project together and have fun with it and just really help others, you know, in their blogging journey. And uh, it's just been so fun, you know, to see that grow. And, you know, she just launched a new business and it, you know, had she had awesome results in her, you know, her, uh, her beta launch. So there's just so much fun stuff going on in the uh, Rose household right now that, I mean, I've never been this fired up. I'm surprised I'm even sitting down right now because I'm getting ready to uh, jump up and do jumping jacks. But anyway, um, (laughs) Yeah, man, there's just so so much going on. So I love just love seeing you know how our business is growing and how it's going to continue to grow. Well, we can't be remiss and not mention your podcast as well. Yeah, you know, so we started the Dollars and Roses podcast, and you know, we it's just been fun. Like we've had so much feedback from people. Um, <laughs> just the dynamic between me and her, I think it's just just you know two different elements coming together, and it's just been good. It's been awesome. You know, we. It's funny because we've been like tired before we're getting ready to film one. Maybe we're a little cranky at each other, but you know, by the time the podcast starts, and especially at the end, like we're laughing, having a good time, and it's just uh, just thankful that we can actually do that together and not strangle each other by the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I definitely commend you for doing that. My girlfriend, my living girlfriend, Kate, who's actually the content creator for all things Entrepreneur on Fire. So we have a similar relationship to you two where we live together, we work together. We have yet to start a podcast together. I don't know if that's really something she's interested in. So maybe I'll have to uh, have her listen to this podcast and really make that decision for herself. But Jeff, let's break in for a minute here and thank our sponsors. Ah, there's nothing better than having targeted audio content at my fingertips iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and audiobooks.com, of course. If you love consuming audio content as much as I do, then you're going to love audiobooks.com. In addition to their online library that boasts over 40,000 titles, including bestsellers, new releases, and all of your business favorites like the 4-Hour Workweek, Crush It, and Utility, Audiobooks has an industry-leading bookmarking technology. Sound random? Um, try downloading multiple audiobooks and listening to them simultaneously. The bookmarking technology is such a lifesaver. You'll never lose your place again, even when switching between devices. If you're looking for great audio content that you can listen to instantly from anywhere, check out audiobooks.com today. You can download audiobooks to your Apple or Android device for offline listening or stream them instantly. Check out all the great benefits of becoming a member and get your first book for free today at audiobooks.com slash fire. Those huge law firms don't really get what you're going through as an entrepreneur or somebody working on a startup. They don't want to get to know you and they probably don't care much about your business. It's transaction in and paperwork out, but not with Walker Corporate Law. Walker Corporate Law is a boutique corporate law firm who has created a new business model designed specifically for entrepreneurs and startups looking for an alternative to the big law firms. Their mission? To protect entrepreneurs and to help them succeed. They provide a broad range of corporate legal services from idea to exit. They have you covered from mergers and acquisitions to licensing agreements all the way to terms and services and privacy policies. And all of their lawyers have at least 10 to 25 years of experience. So if you're looking to skip the huge law firm but still ensure you're protected, then contact the founder, scott at walkercorporatelaw.com. Jeff, what I'd love to do now is go to my favorite part of the show, which is the lightning round, because this is where I get to ask you a series of questions, and you come back at us Fire Nation style with amazing and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Let's do it. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? 
you know, I think for me was I didn't really know what what it meant to be an entrepreneur. I, I didn't know what my calling was. You know, I started to be a financial planner because that was all I knew. You know, that was, you know, my income was unlimited. So they said so. But, you know, it wasn't until I started that and just, you know, started diving into more books and seeing and reading more and getting more stories. That's when I started to figure things out. But, you know, I don't know if anything was really holding me back. It's just I didn't really know what that was for me. I didn't know what my calling was at the time. But, you know, just diving in, that's when it finally was revealed to me. What is the best advice you've ever received? No question was hiring a business coach. I didn't even understand coaching. Um, you know, a guy that hired me before as a, to be a financial advisor, he had a business coach. and I just thought it was kind of a weird thing. I'm like, what do you mean a business coach? Like, <laughs> what is that all about? Are you Tiger Woods or something? <laughs> and when I finally hired a business coach three years ago, it has just been mind blowing. Uh, growth has been exponential. My mindset has changed. And, you know, for anyone that's just looking for that next step, you know, I, I have to say hiring a business coach is it. Can you share one of your personal habits, Jeff, that you believe attributes to your success? I don't know if this is a habit, but you know, my, my grandmother, she was one that kind of raised me when I was a kid and she always taught me the golden rule, you know, just, you know, be good to others, you know, treat other people how you want to be treated. And I've always done that. I've always just, my habit's always been to give, you know, and give without asking for anything in return. And, you know, sometimes I've been burned on that, but I tell you what, I've had so much good fortune come to me because of that mentality of just giving without asking anything in return. Do you have an internet resource, Jeff, like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners? Yeah, so I think we all get sucked into the the email abyss, you know, of checking email. And I think one of the best things I ever came across was one called SaneBox, and that's S-A-N-E Box. And it basically just helps regulate, you know, when you get emails, it helps you automatically sort emails into certain folders for you, and just really helps declutter my day. You know, because I'm sure you get thousands, maybe, or hundreds of thousands of email, emails a day, <laughs> and it's just a way to make, make me stay on point and not getting bombarded with, you know, useless emails, because like, I'm sure we get tons of them. Sane is a great word for sane box. And Fire Nation, you can find the links to this resource and everything that we've mentioned in today's episode at eofire.com slash Jeff Rose. Jeff, if you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be? Yeah, so there's obviously, you know, I've been moved and inspired by so many books, but one that I, I love to share with people because it was one that was shared to me was Built to Sell by John Warlow. And why I love this book is that, you know, for anyone that's building a business that, you know, whether you want to sell down the road or not, but just have unique systems and processes in place, you know, this is, it's a parable. It just gives you an example of creating a unique process in a business that allows the guy to end up selling it. And whether that's your goal or not, I think we all want to have stuff streamlined. I think we all want to have businesses that can operate, you know, while we're not there. And I think this book just hits that to a T. Well, Fire Nation, this is an amazing book, and I know you love audio. So if you want the audio version of this book for free, go to eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And Jeff, this next question is my favorite, but it's kind of tricky, so focus. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? All right. So the first thing I would do is Google where the closest In-N-Out Burger is. <laughs> and I'm going Right down for, the street from me. <laughs> um, for those that don't know that about me, I'm In-N-Out Burger obsessed. So that's like the first thing. The animal. But uh, Okay. So more seriously. So... I'm going to start a business. You know, what do I, what do I need to do? I, you know, I know how to start a blog, so I'm going to do that. 
the most cheapest way possible that I can. And more or less probably a personal blog or just talking about social media or online marketing or, or whatnot. And then if I could raise a little bit more money, the next goal to use with that $500 is I'm going to a conference. If I could choose one, I'm going to WDS in Portland, Oregon, I'm going to World Domination Summit. I'm going to network with some of the, the coolest and most inspiring entrepreneurs just to help me get my online business to the next level. And I know I met you there and I met tons of other people there yeah. and I love WDS. I already got my tickets for, uh, for next year. So, um, so yeah, man, that's, that's what I would do. Start my blog and uh, head on to Portland and start connecting with some other awesome entrepreneurs. Conferences are so incredible, Jeff. We don't talk about that nearly enough here on Entrepreneur on Fire. It's really where I got my start back at Blog World in New York City. And I'm, this coming January, I'm speaking now at this next coming New Media Expo Blog World. It's such a fascinating place to meet people, to interact. And it's almost more important now than ever to meet people face to face because we can always take these shortcuts. We don't have to. We can be on Skype. We can be on Google Hangouts. So those people that go that extra mile really see the benefit of that. Like Roger Staubach said, there's never a traffic jam on that extra mile. And now these days, conferences are the extra mile. Beforehand, you used to have to go to conferences if you wanted to meet people. There was no other way to do it. Now it's almost a luxury. There's no reason you have to. So those that do reap the rewards. And Jeff, I have really enjoyed chatting with you, my fellow brother in arms. Hearing your stories that you shared were incredibly inspiring. So just give Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance, share the best way that we can find you, and then we'll say goodbye. Yeah, so I think the one parting piece of guidance is, you know, for those that I'm such a a goal-oriented person and I write my goals down once a quarter, and these are my one year, my 90-day goals, my quarter goals, my one-year goals, my three-year goals, and my lifetime goals. And I revisit those every single quarter because things change. And you want to remind it, what is, what is your purpose? You know, what is the greater picture here? What are you trying to accomplish? And I think a lot of people that write down goals, they sometimes forget those goals. So you know, write them down one, but make sure you revisit them to make sure that you're on point. And lastly, if people want to check uh, more of me out, you know, my main hub is goodfinancialsense.com and that's cnts.com. Or you can visit uh, me and my wife's blog and that's dollarsandroses.com. Jeff, Fire Nation is well aware. They can find the links to everything of value that we've mentioned in today's episode at eofire.com. Click on that podcast tab because you are hanging out in the archives. And thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise and experience. Fire Nation salutes you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Yeah, man. Thank you. Don't let your lack of knowledge hold you back any longer. The time to create, grow, and monetize your podcast is now. There is a huge audience out there waiting to hear your voice, and the only resource you'll ever need is podcastersparadise.com. An ever-growing library of video tutorials, interaction with the community of podcasters to exchange ideas, strategies, and reviews, access to private webinars with today's top experts, all at podcastersparadise.com. Come check us out today. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite. 